everybody. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We are here redefining radio for you, welcoming you into Listen, Laugh, and Learn with us every day. Shout out to everybody who is joining us all across the nation and listening to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, do you know that today is Group Chat Thursday? Do you know what today is? It is Group Chat Thursday. <laughs> Side note, do y'all, do y'all remember chatting on Instant Messenger? Uh, that was a yeah. very scary time. That yes. was that was a yes. real minefield. Yes. ASL. Uh, <laughs> Good old AOL. Well. Aim. <laughs> Shout out to Dial Up. Yeah. Uh, the date is January eighteenth, twenty twenty four. We are halfway through the month already. I find that gross and scary, but nonetheless, the days keep on going. Today is also uh, a day that I actually hold near and dear. It's National Get to Know Your Customers Day. And for you listeners out there, we want to know more about y'all. So make sure you follow us at Seals Said It on Instagram and YouTube. Get in the chat, get in the DM, get in the comments. Let us know where you're listening from. Let us know what you like about the show, don't like about the show. Call us. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let us know. Because this year, I am so, I'm truly, truly dedicated this year to really leaning into the people, not the corporations, but the people. In the same breath, you can also subscribe to my Patreon because it's the same thing. Uh, So I think who the other folks that really need to lean into this are braiders. Okay, so shout out to the braiding community out there. I want y'all to really lean in to get to know your customer day. Okay, I want to really, I really want that for y'all. Uh, but we about to get into this. Uh, we have a whole show ahead of you, and when we get back, we got Leonard Robinson joining us as our headliner of the day. So make sure you keep it locked right here. One eight five five two six two six three two eight is the number. We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here on a group chat Thursday. And we just want to really just get into this. Uh, we are joined first and foremost by a good friend of mine. You know him from the Black Lady Sketch Show, from Keenan and CIS, but you really, really, really also know him from four seasons of Wildin' Out and okay. as Molly's Boo on Insecure. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up All and right. binary folks for Mr. Leonard Robinson. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, thank you yeah, very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, hey, why did yeah, you say yeah. folks and non-binary? Like, can you be folks? Because I said ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I missed that part. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you should already understand that like is this is this is this right here is the vibe the whole time okay so now you know you know on here it says how's life been since insecure but um i mean i already know the answer to that but you can tell the people i mean how's life been i mean life's, life's always you know at a relative state of uh of being good as far as i can tell that's just how I try and and spin everything, you know. Um, had a great vacation. Went to Costa Rica for two and a half. Weeks. I thought you were talking about the strikes as vacation. <laughs> oh like, no! Oh, okay, no, no, no. that we is spinning it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I was actually talking to my manager about this the other day. I was like, this whole business is on luck. You know, everything is about luck, about opportunities and stuff. And so, you know, I have great luck, and then I also have like crazy bad luck with timing. You know, meaning like. Um, you know, season five, uh, insecure wraps up, and then we go right into a strike. It's like, man, can we get some 
to ride the the yeah. Can we get a good ride wave going? And just like all right, but Mm. uh, but I don't. I try not to stress it. You know, whatever um, whatever comes my way is coming my way, and you know I try not to stress and impress. I've got a lot of good work in between. um, Some stuff that's just still in development so i have no release dates or or actual promo i can give you acting is fun yeah mm. acting is fun but then you gotta wait and see it, like is it gonna come out when's it gonna come out so other than that i'm looking forward to 2024 let's see what happens well, i feel like we're still in january so we're still in the uh like i'm heading into a new year what visions for this year am i making for myself you know Mm -hmm. we're all stepping into new spaces i mean our executive producer here tj she's wearing her natural hair i see her in the camera stroking it uh enjoying (laughs) running her fingers through it you know this is a new phase we're stepping into a new era and for a lot of people this is a dry january you know like not necessarily because they are coming into sobriety. But for some people, it's like they just want to start the year clear. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that would like go hard for New Year's and then spend all of January like cleansing. But I'm curious for you because we we talked about this earlier this week. Black China, Ari Lennox, Tony Baker all have talked about how them being sober made other people uncomfortable. And in this dry January, I'm curious, like, do you ever find yourself not wanting to and then feeling like I just do it just so I don't gotta say nothing to somebody? Oh, I do it all the time. I mean, uh, look, I, I just, uh, you know, Howard, I went to, I went back to Howard homecoming this year and hanging out with my frat brothers, you know, bottle service all around. And I wasn't drinking, but that was because I was knee, you know, knee deep in a, in a weed gummy. So I was like, I don't like to, <laughs> I don't like to, I don't like to mix the vibes too much. Like I was already having a great time, and I'm like, you don't want anything to drink. Like, no, I'm fine. As I get older, I find like I don't, I just don't, I just don't enjoy drinking at the levels that I used to drink at. So you know, I'll, I might have a drink after dinner or something like that, and it's just kind of like dessert or something like that. But I don't, you know, for some reason, it just I don't know what happened. It just kind of. Well, that was going to be my next question. Kind of lost the taste for it overall. I just kind of like, man, one drink, I'm fine. I want to talk more about this because I feel like a lot of people don't count drinking as like a problem. But I want to play Tony Baker's audio when we get back. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Joining us this hour in group chat is our headliner of the week, actor-comedian Leonard Robinson. One of the funniest, uh, most sensible people I know. And uh, we've been talking about dry January. This is this thing that a lot of people commit to where they're like, okay, I'm not going to drink for January. But we've been seeing a lot of folks coming out saying, you know what? Listen, I'm just not going to drink at all. And Tony Baker, who was our headliner of the week a couple weeks ago, he had this to say about it. And I just wanted to play his audio. Yeah, I don't drink. Um, I just stopped drinking. I used to drink, and I wasn't an alcoholic. Like, whenever you tell people you don't drink, yeah. they always want an explanation. <laughs> they always want to know, what what happened? What ha- was it a problem? Was you beating your kids? <laughs> Did you ruin marriages? Did you kill somebody in the vehicle? Like, what happened? We can't believe you don't drink poison. <laughs> Explain to us why you don't drink poison. <laughs> Listen, I, 
I've really been in them situations. And I'm curious, you know, to the rest of us here on the Amanda Seal Show, have you ever found yourself having to front about not wanting to drink at like a situation? Now, when I was at VH1, at the end of a shoot, everyone would always gather at like some type of bar and drink shots and like, you know, just be really like happy that it was over. But I would always feel like, nah, I got to be sharp in this room because y'all going to be talking and spilling tea. So I would order the shots so that I could ask them to make my shot soda if it was brown liquor or water (laughs) if it was white liquor. (laughs) So you're basically saying you roofied your whole crew? (laughs) How is it roofied if they ask for it? (laughs) (laughs) They asked for it. But, you know, if I had said I don't want to drink, they would have been like, oh, come on! You're not fun. Yeah, pretty much. You're pretty right. much. You're right. Don't kill that vibe. And when you don't want to hear all that, that's why I would just put a lime in a sprite. Uh, but I'll ask for a short glass with a skinny straw and put a lime in it. If you don't want to, you know, hear your friends saying all of that. When you're not drinking and everyone else is, or if everyone's high and you're not, because they're on a different frequency. <laughs> Yeah, and you absolutely. can see it all in real time for yeah. what it really is, but they're on a different frequency. And you know, if you're not the only way you can tune in is you got to get to that same level, then you're having the same, the same experience. My gauge is if the drinks are free or not, then I'll participate. <laughs> if somebody else is paying for it, I'm participating. If I gotta pay for it, I'm very easy to be sober. Y'all, all I don't right, have so- it in my body anymore. Like, I can't. Yeah, it, is it me, it Leonard? Like, toll. I can't handle it. I also read this not too long ago. I guess whatever if whatever workout you do for the day, let's say you work out a half hour or even an hour, you kill it. You have one drink. You just you just you just might as well erase that workout. Just one drink just takes oh, out wow. everything that you just did for that day. Um, I didn't know that. Know, positive. And so when they start but why? Doing because of the that, sugar content yeah. or just because it's poison? Yeah, basically because it's poison. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Mm. Touche. I mean, I really. A a comic friend of mine a long time ago was trying to tell me he was worried about me drinking. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not, I don't (laughs) have a drinking problem. And I swear that night when I, when I drove home, this is leaving the comedy store. When I drove home and when I came back to in the morning to get my car, I had basically rammed into the garage and like, (laughs) I didn't bust the wall down, but the car, but the wall, it, my car was up against the wall, and the and the and the wall was flexing a little bit. That was a wake up call for me. That I was like, "Oh, this is what he was seeing." Yeah. <laughs> for me, I was fine. My my friend Mo Mandel comic. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm kind of worried about your drinking. Like, you, I feel like you drink." I was like, "I'm fine. What are you talking about?" In my mind, I'm pacing it out. I'm like, "Okay, one drink an hour. I'm not doing too much." Um, but that next morning, I saw how I parked my car, and I was like, huh. That's always a wake-up call. Always a wake-up call. <laughs> well, when we get back, I want to hear about, like, if there was a change that happened after that and how long it may have taken. Because I think all of us have had some kind of drinking wake-up call. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. we'll be right back to The Amanda Seals Show. <laughs> the Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are so lucky to be joined by comedian, actor. You've seen him on four seasons of the uh, Wild and Out show. You've seen him on HBO's Insecure. Give it up for the homie, 
Leonard Robinson, my fellow Trekkie. So we've been talking about dry January and just kind of like what these like alcohol wake up calls are, because uh, there's been a lot of people in uh, the public spheres, Ari Lennox, um, Angel White, formerly known as Black China, Tony Baker, who have been really kind of being very vocal about their their choice to become sober from alcohol. And I don't know about anybody else, but I've, I, I asked and everybody on this show has had a wake up call moment where maybe they was doing too much with the with the licks. Yeah. Our guest, Leonard Robinson, you said that it was when a friend told you, I'm worried about you drinking, and then you woke up the next morning and your car was uh, parked in a very, oh, you've been drinking too much kind of position, correct? Yeah, yeah. Had I not stopped the car, I would have crashed through my garage door, uh, my garage and tore <laughs> the garage down. Like, I just stopped one inch right before that was going to be a problem but the car was up against the wall it was pushing the wall back it just happened to stop and the next morning i was like this is this is something i need to look at here on i um i have my i have my wake up call when i would say, okay that must have been 06 um or no 05 so basically when i finished school in undergrad I went to Columbia for under I went to Columbia for graduate school but I was also doing MTV like I was a host on MTV and I started booking like hosting gigs for clubs so I would have to be in the club like three times a week Mm -hmm. hosting and let me tell y'all when you go into the club like once a week at you know or once ever so often it's fun when you go in three times a week and you're not even DJing you're hosting which means you gotta keep everybody up it ain't it ain't that. It's not a party. It's not. It, it feels like work. And so I would need liquor to kind of like mm-hmm. get in the vibe. It got to the point where my writer was my check and two shots of Patron when I arrive. Like <laughs> I was able to down two shots of Patron upon arrival. And that was just getting me going. And then I was just living that life. And um, I started to lose my voice. And I thought I was losing my voice from like yelling on the mic. And I went to a voice doctor and he was like, no, you're losing your voice because you're drinking too much alcohol. I can see on your vocal cords that they're hemorrhaging. Wow. Your vocal cords are hemorrhaging and they're dehydrated, which is alcohol. So you have one option. He was like, you have two options. You can drink or not drink. Mm. No, actually, no. His options were you can drink or not sing. And I had to make a choice. And I really chose. I was I was proud of myself because I said, okay, that's it. I'm gonna not drink anymore. There was and, a uh, period of my life when I was um what we were calling, I was I was a <laughs> I was an intern for for I I, I always say I was little John's entourage intern. <laughs> okay. I had I had no I had no I had no job with the entourage. I was just always just hanging out. So I was like, I'm just the entourage intern. I'm just trying to see if this, you know, works out. And so I, we would, he would be in Vegas, you know, uh, DJing and hosting and, or maybe New York or somewhere. And I would just show up and I would just hang. And it was great because, you know, he, he keeps a small crew. And, yep. and then I was, you know, I was one of three other people. And then when it comes time for him to DJ, he's got, he's on the booth and then they're up there supporting him. So it was just me at the table with, I don't know how many ever bottles that were left. So oh I was like, boy. this is amazing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so all the girls that we were talking to, whatever, it's like, he's got to go to work. So now I'm just entertaining. 
So I did that for like two years straight, I think. Oh. And um two years? You know, it was like two years. Like, yeah, like every I've other had I've had a little home. John Entourage night myself, and I ended up at a strip club. Um Yeah. And it's a great time. It's a wild night. But I was like, I can't keep up with this pace. I can't do what no. they're doing. We'll be right back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. This is a very spirited, <laughs> get it, conversation. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here on the group chat Thursday, and we are joined by comedian, actor, Leonard Robinson, also a master of improv. You can check him out of the Groundlings here in Los Angeles, definitely giving you all the off the dome freestyling funnies. All right. Now we're in the middle of this conversation about liquor, drinking and dry January. You know, it's, it's interesting because I think we've all been there where we feel like I got to have a drink before I go kick it. I got to have a drink before I go hang out with these certain people. Mm. I don't know what that is. But excuse me, I've been there. And, you know, and then what I would do is I would drink fast so then I can get that over with and then go kick it. (laughs) I can't believe you, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) I just used to imagine, I just used to remember I had a boyfriend who was fake Muslim. And, um, I say fake Muslim because he used to be like, I'm Muslim while he's drinking. I'm like, you're not only drinking, it's Ramadan. Okay. (laughs) But like the beard isn't all you need in order for this to actually be a thing. Uh, He would be pressing me about cooking halal. And I'm just like, you're drinking during Ramadan. (laughs) Like, so he would have to, he would always like as a practice, take a shot before going out into the world. Like that was how he wow. would like, I guess, like size himself up to get into the world. And that always used to b- blow my mind. Like every day, bro, you also subsist on a on a diet of pizza and whatever halal, <laughs> you know, meal I, I chef up, which was not much. Um, but I just yes. thought it was always fascinating to me that someone could put by. And then but then someone will say I'm not an alcoholic. Are they if it's just one shot a day? Is that? Well, I think people think you're an alcoholic when, like, you get fired from your job or you start missing your bills or things like that. Nobody puts in, like, the fully functional alcoholic. Yeah. Everything's going great. We're still moving. You know, getting raises and having great vacations. You know, you just think, well, that guy's not an alcoholic. I just wonder, does it... I think people feel like it doesn't matter. Like, if I'm functional and I'm drinking yeah. alcohol all the time, then why does it matter? Get off my back. like that. And to me, I'm like, well, your body is still getting dysfunctional yeah. while you're in this process. Yeah. And so that's the reality. Well, let, let me ask you this, Amanda. Now, if you thought he had a problem at that time, would you have been comfortable to confront him, to talk to him about? How long have we been doing this show together? Mm. <laughs> now you know that I was like, why are you drinking a shot every day? I've significantly pared down my drinking now, except when I'm traveling. If I if I if I'm in an airport lounge or in first class, I'm trying to I'm trying to make it hurt. Are you the 10:30 a.m. I will have the the vodka hurt. screwdriver. <laughs> I get in that I get in that lounge. I was like, they think I'm only gonna have one two drinks. I was like, I'm gonna press them. I'm going to make them wonder what's going on with my life. Showing what I'm made of. (laughs) 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 Showing what I'm made of. So, 
That's right. And also, and in, in now, you know, in 2024, if you're getting DUIs, like you, you yeah. really wanted that DUI. You can Uber up anything, yep. anywhere in the world. There's no reason for you to get in a car and drive. No excuse. Not, no excuse. There you go. You heard it here. All right. In 2024, get that Uber, get that Lyft. Just have the account on your phone. Right. So that you're not trying to put the account together while you're drunk, because that right there is not going to be a good process. <laughs> right. Well, Leonard, thank you for joining us on our group chat Thursday. The beautiful thing here at the Amanda Seal show is that when we have a headliner of the week, they'd be with us. Oh, wait. So you can check out Leonard when he uh, hits us up tomorrow for the record. You know how it goes. I give him the scenario. They give me the song and we'll be joining. He'll be joining us for back of the class. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal show. We'll be right back with more group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. It's time for our group chat topic of the week. I am Amanda Seals and uh, we got the whole crew here. TJ. DJ Supreme. Hey. And let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's get into First of all, let me just ask y'all, do you all consider yourselves conspiracy theorists? I try not to get involved, but there, when I do, I go down a rabbit hole because I think, wow, that could actually be it. You know, um, whether it's something in Hollywood or something like Hurricane Katrina, when you get into it and you follow it, mm. it, it tends to make sense. Um, Listen, 9-11, I'm, I'm still reeling from the new stuff that I've learned about 9-11. Yeah. I'm open to all possibilities, but I'm also very logical about things. Like, does this even make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Can you think of any time where a conspiracy was presented to you that you was like, cut it out? I feel like Pizzagate was one of those, and so was QAnon, where I'm like, please, please, please stop. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, they were reaching with both of those, in my opinion. But I'm open to all possibilities, so I don't count anything <laughs> out. All right. Well, some people, I feel like their openness to possibilities makes it so that they can't ever take anything face value, especially in Hollywood. As somebody who's in Hollywood, I do feel like y'all be giving way too much credit to conspiracy theories. Some people is just dumb, okay? Also, some people is just crazy. Also, a lot of people are on drugs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes it's really as simple as you think it is. But recently, we saw Jonathan Majors, uh, well, not recently, we are continuously watching the downfall of Jonathan Majors, and this week he lost the opportunity to play Dennis Rodman in a proposed film project. Then we saw Regina King present Angela Bassett with an honorary honorary Oscar and uh, she kissed her on the lips and the chats have been chatting and they're like this is a conspiracy that was them kissing because that was them getting inducted into the Illuminati etc etc Jonathan Majors they're like you see trying to keep a black man down trying to keep a black man down well I want to know first of all before we go to the phone lines do y'all believe the Illuminati is real I don't think it's called the Illuminati, but I do think you can get blackballed and I think you can get promoted if you're cool with certain people. Now, whether you have to, you know, uh, sacrifice a child or, you know, do any of that crazy stuff, I don't know about that. But I do think there are certain people you can be cool with that are going to make your career either go up or down. Mm, what about you, TJ? I think that there's a possibility that it is real, but I also try not to really get into it. I remember reading about Michael Jordan's father, 
and it all made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to hear from the callers. Who do you, who y'all think the Illuminati is real? Call me up. 1-855-Amanda-8. Okay, Amanda, greeting. I am calling all the way from Las Vegas. Um, I do okay. believe in the Illuminati when it comes to um, the bigger ups, having control of entertainment, having control of music, movies, whatever the case may be. But even if the Illuminati is not called the Illuminati, and this this is where it gets real. Even if it's not called the Illuminati, they know who they are. They know that we're talking about them because they are the people that affect these people that are are already in the business, that are already making money. And if they want to get to another tier of making money above what they're making, they have to make a sacrifice. And the Illuminati comes up with what that sacrifice is. It being mm-hmm. death, it being embarrassment, it being a timeout, it being blackballed, <laughs> whatever the case may be. So I just want to push that. I just want to give you that and just mention that. All right. What do y'all think? I mean, she was basically saying pretty much what I said. You know, that is, that's evident that, you know, it's people that control certain things and you have to be good with those people. Now, the sacrificing, I still don't know about all that. That sounds like it's just, that's a but lot. But I mean, I think she was saying something beyond sacrificing and more so that like you're going to have to sacrifice something of value that yeah. isn't necessarily like an actual physical thing, but it might be something that you felt like it might be your name. Right. Like it may be, you know, a show that you're on, but it's like a collateral exchange that says like it's like getting jumped in is you're sacrificing your. Okay, that makes sense. But when we get back, I know y'all got thoughts on this, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here and we are talking about Illuminati. No, not DJ Clue, the actual Illuminati, because this is our group chat topic of the week. I want to hear from you all. Do you think the Illuminati is real? All right, let's go to the phone lines. What y'all got to say? What y'all got to say? Hey, Amanda. Um, your question with the Illuminati, I really do think the Illuminati is real. Uh, because if you look at all of the videos that's being displayed, I mean, like when Beyonce broke out into, I believe her name was Sasha, her new, um, I guess, look or whatever, that was Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z was behind all of that. He's in Illuminati. I believe he's in Illuminati, too. Him, Beyonce, Kanye West, um, and, then, and then with the Illuminati, they tried to get Cat um, Williams. Dave Chappelle. Oh. And Cat Williams wasn't going for that. Um, and a lot of the, I believe a lot, a lot of the, the actors who have passed away you know, like some of the things that they have done, um, Illuminati got to them and looked at what happened to them. You know, I believe that Wendy Houston, that was a homicide. You know, her daughter, um, I believe Johnny Cochran, Michael Jackson, Prince, all of them. Just because they wouldn't conform to what the Illuminati wanted them to do. Look what happened to them. They're in a, they got their hands in a lot of stuff. Mm. I gotta disagree. I think that y'all be putting way too much um, credit to celebrities. And drugs are a real thing. Now, 
I will say, I think there may be something true to the fact that because of the concept of the Illuminati or the concept of power, some people end up on drugs because they cannot handle the immensity of the wealth, of the power, of the pressure, etc. And no one is helping them through that a lot of times. Let me ask you this. Prodigy, he died from choking on an egg. And he was one of the main people that used to rap about Illuminati stuff and speak out about that. So that one did kind of raise some eyebrows for me. But I'm a big Prodigy fan. So, you know. I mean, I'll, shout to P, one of the greatest. I, You know, I share, I share your love, Prodigy. <laughs> well, it wasn't that he just... I mean, apparently he... So the thing about it is that I've never known the full aspect of his medical situation at the time. Because yeah. he was in the hospital because of his sickle cell. And he was eating and apparently like the egg went down his trachea and he ended up with the particles in his lungs and then that got affected, et cetera, et cetera. It's not to say it's impossible, but to your point, the other thing about it is that even if he is talking about the Illuminati, is Prodigy gonna bring the Illuminati down? Like, is that even nah, worse? He, he was one of the first people to feel like he was rapping about this in the early 90s so and it's still popping yeah, yeah, so i yeah. don't know that they would even you know send out an illuminatian uh for for that job whereas we look at like you know the people that die that are associated with presidents you know with the, with epstein right mm, like these yeah. types of situations where they could actually like shake up the power structure in such a severe way that they gotta go type of thing that to me is more kind of representational of this. But like, I love Nippy. Her daughter, Bobby Christina, it is absolutely so disheartening the way that they both lost their lives. But as yeah. somebody who lives in this town, drugs are everywhere. Yeah. Pain is everywhere. And so often support and help is not. Well, that, keep that, hold okay. that thought. Hold that thought. Because yeah. we've been talking a little bit and I want to come back. I want to give these people some music. And then we can come back and talk more about Illuminati. The Amanda Seal Show. We are we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are in the midst of a group chat Thursday. This is the day of the week where we take a moment to really just talk about the things that are happening in the zeitgeist beyond the current events of things, but just the things that we chat about at our water coolers, in our group chats, you know, with our peoples. And we do it right here, me with my peoples, TJ, our executive producer, and DJ Supreme. And we are talking about the Illuminati. And is it real or is it not real? And y'all been calling in and so far the verdict amongst the people is that it is real. Okay? Mm-hmm. Is that it is real. Now, Supreme, you had a thought that uh, we had to cut short real quick and come back to. So what were you going to say? I was going to say whenever there's a loss of someone tragically, there's always some kind of backstory to it. Well, the doctors could have did this. They could have done that or this could have happened to keep that. So it's always and even with somebody like Tupac, Oh, he's still alive to me. There's literally an entire yeah. religion based on Jesus coming back. When we love people, we don't want to see them go. Absolutely. And we don't know, um, you know, and I'm not even trying to undermine y'all who are Christians, but I think people don't want to have to deal with the trauma of loss. And at this point, celebrities are so in our lives on, yeah. you know, in our, yeah. in our, in our nostalgia, in our growth and our music, et cetera, that we be really connected to folks and people, I mean, I'm on Instagram all the time. People are connected to me in ways that I'm not connected to them just by nature of 
them watching me talk, you know, and or listening to my podcast. At this point, you can have a 25-hour day of seals if you wanted to. I mean, there's enough content, y'all. There's enough content. But when it comes to Illuminati, I think there's also just questions about like what actually is it? Yes. Yeah, like if someone's sitting at a desk with, you know, look, looking at salary ranges and saying, okay, we got to get him and we need to get her. Like, what is the requirement? I think the assumption is if you're rich, rich, you're expected to be in the Illuminati. Well, I will say this. I do feel that we live in a on a globe where capitalism has become the overarching manner of function, right? Yes. Like there are like outside fringe groups, but for the most part, like capitalism is the overarching manner of function. Let's go to the phone lines. The Illuminati in the way that people think about it is not real. Um, now, what I believe about the Masonic legacy that are mm. in the black and white communities, what I do believe is that they are built on Egyptian or kinetic uh, knowledge, logic, magic, but I see it in I see it in quite an expansive way. But I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> he got secrets. Whoever that was, they know too much, and they called. They and while they was on the phone, the Illuminati texted them and said, "Hey, hey, 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 cut it, <laughs> cut it." And he got off the phone real quick. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey Amanda, my name is Michael. I live in Texas. Personally, I mean, I know that I know that there was a group called the Illuminati, but when it comes to the, down to this bull that they talk about when it comes to Hollywood and entertainers and all that stuff, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's real. I know that there's a lot of weird ass that happens in Hollywood. I also think that people do a lot, a lot of embellishing when it comes to certain things. I know that there was a lot of truth that Cass spoke in that interview, but I think that he also embellished a lot. And I think people, conspiracy theorists, they want to believe that everything he said was the truth. No, personally, I don't think it's real. I just think that there's a lot of weird that happens in Hollywood, just as there is in any other industry. And I do think that there is an envy and a jealousy that does happen when black people hit a certain level of success. I think that there is. They think that it's completely incapable or unimaginable for a black person to attain the kind of fame and the kind of wealth that a Beyonce, a Jay-Z, or maybe even a Will Smith has attained. So, no, I don't think it's real. Okay. I mean, people have been putting me in the light skin Illuminati for a really long time. They like you. You only got this because you light skin. That's it. Using the light skin Illuminati. When we come back, TJ, I saw you had something to say, and then we ended up playing the call. So I want to hear what you got to say as we close out our thoughts. Because you know we can't talk too much, or they might come for us. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and not member of the Illuminati. That lets you know I have not, I haven't made enough money yet, y'all. I haven't made enough money and I want to keep it that way. I want to, whatever the bar is for Illuminati membership, I don't want to go above it, okay? So I'm going to stay over here. Uh, we've been talking about the Illuminati for the last hour and just whether or not it's real. You know, a lot of people are applying it to conspiracy theories around Jonathan Majors, around Angela Bassett getting her honorary Oscar. And this is not new. People have applied it, even our callers, to deaths, you know, Prince and Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston, et cetera. But um, TJ, you wanted to say something last break, but we ended up going to the to the songs. So let's, yeah. let, let, let me let you get that off your chest. I hope y'all seen this clip. So it was Kelly Clarkson talking to Kevin Hart. And okay. Oh, she was she was asking him a question like, do people ask you to do weird things or something? I don't know what the. No, I'm going to tell you what she said. What was the question? She said, 
Um, people have offered me millions of dollars to do things. That's it. That's it. And and then, but he shushed her. Like, he was like, like really oh, calmly. I saw no. that. He put he his finger joking. on his lips and he was like, don't, like, telling her. He was like, joking. That was a joke? They would have edited that out. I'll say this. I think what he was really doing in that moment was basically being like, don't let people know how much money you've turned down. Like, that's just... okay. It's just doing too much. But I think the other truth there is the fact that we remember Dave Chappelle, right? And he was like, I was offered all this money. They pulled a curtain behind, you know, open. And I said, nah, and went to Africa. Yeah, he went away. So, listen, your girl Amanda, I ain't never seen no behind curtains. I ain't never had, like, trunks of money uh, delivered to my house with sequential numbers. You know, all of that stuff to me is frightening, Mo money, mo problems frightening. You know, the Illuminati as a concept, I feel like after these calls, actually, let's take one more call, see what they got to say. Hey, Amanda, first of all, I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe that no one should be making assumptions on what someone else's religious preferences is. It seems like nowadays, if you're famous, people are trying to tag you with being part of Illuminati. Like people say Beyonce is a part of it, but she says she isn't. And personally, whether she is or isn't doesn't affect how I get up in the morning or how I go to bed at night. And people should just worry about their own judgment day. So that's how I feel about that. Since the Illuminati is not a religion, but I will say this. Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I was going to say is when we do this thing of like, we don't got to worry about X, Y, Z. Let's just say the Illuminati is real, right? And it has the ability to cause harm. Should we not care about something that is able to cause harm? If it's not, mm. you know, directly affecting us? Like, should we say it doesn't matter? The reason I'll bring that up with like the concept of Zionism, right? Zionism is not religion. It's a political ideology. For most Americans, like we didn't know about Zionism as it relates to Palestine and Israel. We was over here just living our lives, like whatever. Right. And then now that that many of us have been made aware of Zionism and its um, power to oppress, we're like, oh, shucks. Maybe we need to be more alert to the ways in which this can harm um, because we thought that we were actually not affected by it, but Perhaps we could be because if it's out here harming people, those people might retaliate against it by harming us. Mm. So I think that, you know, sometimes it's like, I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're a bit too uh, like lackadaisical about things. And it's an ignorance is bliss thing, but we call it I'm minding my business. Makes sense. And that's that's our thoughts on that. All right. Well, that was our group chat topic of the week. I love hearing from you all. So please give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Yes, 
y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals. Thank y'all for joining us on a group chat Thursday. We love to just chit-chat. You know, sometimes you got to really give space to talk about some things that's going down. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do right here at the Amanda Seals Show. It ain't all news all the time. Sometimes it's just, you know, what are, what are people into right now? And you know what? People are into gourmet coffee. It's National Gourmet Coffee Day. Let me just tell y'all that when I was growing up, I got like really obsessed with that. Um, they used to have these like coffees like in a in a like little tin, like a, a tin that they used to like advertise that they were gourmet coffee. And I really liked like the French vanilla coffee. And my mother absolutely indulged me in this BS. That's one of them things. I'm like, why was you letting me drink this? <laughs> like, how old? Were I you? have no. I was in high school. I okay. think in her mind, I think in her mind, it was like hot chocolate. <laughs> like, it was not. It was not. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about aging. Okay. Speaking of aging, see how I was already trying to act grown drinking coffee? Because mm-hmm. in my generation, aging was that thing. But the New York posted a story saying that Gen Zers have a fear of turning 30 and getting older. We're going to get into it. How have you navigated your 20s, 30s, and 40s? Call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Call me. Get into the group chat. You can also let me know some things you learned this week. All right? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on a group chat Thursday right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is The Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are here on a group chat Thursday to talk about this article that the New York Post put out saying that people between people born between 97 and 2013 are expressing grim concerns about hitting the big 3-0. Okay, so the reasons the article cites are that Gen Zers fear that getting older will zap them, zap them of their sexiness, stamina, and overall value. So we have brought in um, uh, our resident youth, our social media manager, Christian. Welcome, Christian. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for having me. Now, Christian, what year were you born? I was born in the year 2000. That is wow. gross. That is absolutely <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> I had graduated high school, me and Supreme, in 99. No, I'm 99. Supreme, are you 2000? 99. Come on. Damn, That's you right. My full goal. My full goal. Okay, so let's start with you. Do you, I mean, do you feel like this? Because you're even younger than these folks. They're not, you're not even knocking on 30 yet. But do you feel like you have no. some fear about getting older or is it still just fun times right now? No, the fun times are out. It's no more fun times. <laughs> I'm knocking on 24 and it makes me sick to my stomach. Just thinking <laughs> that wow. the numbers are becoming real. Like 21, 22, those are fun years. But now it feels like these are like real important years and that terrifies me. What? I'm trying to think. Okay, so Man. the thing about 24 was that I felt like once I turned 24, I was like, you an adult now. Like, you're not making just youth mistakes. You're making choices. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> choices. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to make mm-hmm. choices. You're not ready to make choices? It's no more why slaps. You, it's no more slaps on the wrist. unprepared? Nobody prepares you for adulthood. I feel like I was thrown in here and I feel like I'm still trying to catch up, catch up, catch up. And now I, I'm i not caught up. But life is hitting me hard at the young tender age of 23. 
I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry that it feels like that. That's a lot of weight to carry on your shoulder. Oh, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I just want to give him a little hug. I know, right? <laughs> oh, baby, man. Well, when we get back, I want us to expound upon this. And I want us to talk about, like, if y'all have ever had this fear. Because I'm trying to really think about it. And if I ever had the fear, but I know that I definitely can tell you when I was like, oh, I'm grown. Like th- this, this is that, this is that. But uh, we'll get back to it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Shout out to everybody who shares Christian sentiments. Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. We'll be right back. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here on a group chat Thursday. And we are talking about this new article that came out in the New York Post. Apparently people born between 97 and 2013 Y'all are scared of getting older and hitting 30. And I find that to be shocking as a 42-year-old because I feel like I w- I felt like I couldn't wait to get to 30 because once I was like 28 and 29, everything felt crazy. And everyone told me that once I turned 30, it wouldn't feel crazy anymore. So I was like welcoming 30 by the time I got to that time frame. But apparently that's not the case anymore. And, and apparently they say that they think that they're not going to have sexiness. I felt they're not going to be as valuable at that age. Like I was like ready to conquer the world. Like bring it on. Like what? Listen, thirties is your twenties with money and confidence. That's yeah. really what the vibe is supposed to be, y'all. If you worried about it, listen. Let 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 Auntie Manda tell you it's turn up time. <laughs> it's turn up time because you've also like worked through just kind of a lot of like the basic stuff. Like you got. You got things in order by 30 in turn. Well, maybe not everybody, but I feel like you kind of have an idea about how the world works, right? Like okay, banks yeah. and and credit and things like that. You done had your gynecologist for a, you know, a solid amount of time now. So you you and her got a relationship or you and them got a relationship about what the situation is. You also, I feel like, and I don't know what the dating game is at this point, but I feel like you've you've had some bumps and bruises. Yeah. You know, you've had some scrapes and scrabbles. So you've got a little bit of wisdom under you. Now, the old head in the room is very quiet, and I don't know why. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the youngest, you know, because I was sitting here thinking after it's like we spend all of our younger years waiting to get older. So we want to be a teenager, then we want to be 18, then we want to be 21. I actually stopped counting after I turned 21. Of course, I, you, you know, count. Well, I didn't. It, it wasn't like after I got 21, then it was like, okay, I'm grown, grown now. But in my 20s, that was my year. Those were my years of making mistakes and thinking I was grown. In my 30s, that was still thinking I was grown, and but still trying to figure it out. You weren't in my, grown in your 30s? Well, you know, what I mean by that is I didn't have it all wow. together. Yeah. Wisdom. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in my in my 40s, that's when my confidence began to settle in. Okay. That's that's when I began to um, feel so good about myself. I wouldn't let a man treat me any old kind of way. All right. Had to hit the applause on this one. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And, and yes, I, I just had a birthday. I am past my 50. I'm past 50. I turned 52. But I make it a point to eat well and take care of my face. And, you know, so I I feel like I'm a young 52. And at 52, I feel more solid now than ever before. I, um, 
I and I like I love young people and Christian. I can offer you a lot of advice, I, and I, I love to give advice <laughs> to young people because a lot of times young people don't want to listen to us. But we like we kind of been there and done that mm-hmm. and made some big mistakes and mm-hmm. we trying to help y'all yeah. from trying. And it's you a know, little from- different now because we're in rooms <laughs> together on this social media in a way that we weren't. You know, yeah. like I didn't really have access to older folks like that unless I worked with them or yeah. they were family. Yeah. 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 Well, when we get back, we're going to talk more about this because <laughs> I find it fascinating <laughs> all right keep it locked right here at the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up welcome back to the amanda seal show i am amanda seals here we are in a group chat thursday we are here with the amanda seal squad and we have our social media manager christian joining us who is our young buck in the building representing yeah. for people born in the new millennia Jeez. 2000 flipping weird is what it is okay i've never gotten past that i've never got over it um but one of the things that we're talking about is this article that was in the new york post that said that people people born between 97 and 2013 are fearful of getting older okay and so much so that apparently some of them are not caring about eating well they're not caring about careers etc because they i guess they feel like they just want to live in the yolo of it all but let me just tell you the reason why you see certain people looking like a young 40 or like TJ said, a young 50 is because they did take care of themselves at 20. Yeah. Like it's like, don't wait too late. You know what I'm saying? Like people be like, Amanda, like you look so young. Your girl don't drink player. Your girl don't drink. Like I, I don't smoke. I don't got no poisons in my body except for like white sugar. Right, white sugar and racism. Those are the things that. (laughs) 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 But I think, like, when people, when young people are are, are afraid of like life coming at them fast, it's like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like young people now have more control than ever about how life is is showing up for them. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So much information out here that, you know, you you can, like you said, you're able to interact with people that are older and really get solid advice. Never like, never has it been like this before. So pay attention, young Christian. So tell me this, since we said we're going to give Christian some wisdom, let's each go around and say one thing we wish we would have known at Christian's age of 23 uh, that, you know, no one told us or maybe that we just didn't trust. Mm. I start. You want me to start? Because I got mine. Yeah, you start. You start. Mm-hmm. You don't need a boyfriend. You don't need a boyfriend. Like at that age, I felt like everybody was really about this boyfriend life and that like that was a rite of passage or that it was something that was going to shape you or that it was like a, a necessity along with like having a job and an apartment. Like you got to have a boyfriend. And it led so many of me and my peers to just kind of debasing ourselves, you know, or just putting our, and even, even if it's not debasing ourselves, just like putting ourselves through so much sadness and depression about not having this like elusive boyfriend. And you realize in the, in, in hindsight, like I, I got to do so much because I was free, you know, like mm-hmm. I wasn't lit. I, I wasn't attaching myself to somebody early on where I would have been because of the kind of person I am so generous and courteous and considerate that I would have had to like hold myself back from certain experiences and adventures and trips, et cetera. So 
you know, just know that like if it happens, it's beautiful, but make sure they're being treated right. And if it doesn't, you're beautiful and you can treat yourself right. Let me Ali oop that. Don't have no babies. <laughs> Is your son listening? <laughs> I mean, I tell my son don't have no babies. And he's like, what? <laughs> and you have and I'm, you have echoed this before. He has yeah. definitely echoed this before. How about you, TJ? I will say start now saving money. Even if you're only mm. saving, if, even if you're only saving a hundred dollars a month, if you start the earlier you start, the more money you will have if you are saving money now. A man, get, a wise man, gave me that advice, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow." Well, it's even the habit, like start the yeah. habit of saving, right? Because even yeah. if you spend that money at some point that you saved up, like. Just the habit of not thinking that every dollar needs to get spent every time is a great habit right. to learn. Right. Or you just trick off the money. Christian? How do you yeah. feel, Christian? You feel enriched? I feel like all of that wisdom, I'm taking it all in, but TJ's, man, that's that's going to be the hardest one of all. <laughs> it's what not are you spending money. money on? Maseratis? Like, what? I have a problem. I have a problem. What do you spend money on? Anything. If I think I, I always I have the mindset money's coming back, money's coming back. It comes, it goes, it'll come back eventually. That has put me yeah. in several holes that I've had to dig myself out of. Oh, already. So I take that advice already. Yeah. So Listen, babe, you got to check Not that. with a grain check of salt, down. with a handful of salt. <laughs> check, yeah, take it with the whole silo. Okay. All right. There y'all go. There y'all go. Don't say we ain't never gave you nothing right here on Group Chat Thursday. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into one of my favorite little games. <laughs> Celebrity confessions. Who is running their mouth today? Yeah, this one is really not a shock, but uh, this person probably made the least surprising confession about how he shows up to his son's parent-teacher conferences. His son, Sebastian, is 10 years old. You already know. know who it is. <laughs> I already know who it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he says when he shows up at the school to greet his teachers, he's under the influence of cannabis. It's only two people that this could be. He says, hell yeah, I'm pulling up stone. They expect it. They know what's up. It's not like back in the day where you're considered a bad parent if you smoke weed. I'm pretty sure my son smells like weed. I don't know because I can't smell it, but I'm pretty sure he smells like pot. <laughs> Who is that? Well, we are talking none other, talking about none other than black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh, Wizard Khalifa. <laughs> Wizard Khalifa. By the way, one time, uh, someone that I wasn't really that attracted in was attempting to make out with me and Wiz Khalifa's music was playing. And I literally, in the middle of kissing, was like, his laugh is always so funny. And dude was like... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wiz Khalifa yeah. also added why would I change who I am or act like I'm not that just for these places that I'm going to go so salute to him for being authentic sometimes authenticity sometimes it's not authenticity though it's just inappropriate <laughs> actually sometimes it's just inappropriate um you know even though alcohol is legal doesn't mean that you should show up drinking from a flask yeah 
I mean, people that smoke all the time, just, you know, that's what they do. So, you know. Yeah, but they be trying to make it like you bugging if you feel like, you know, (laughs) it's not appropriate. Like, there are things that are legal that don't necessarily have, like, legitimacy in all spaces. I hope that he is not smoking in front of his child. Yeah. But I'm sure he is. Yeah. And and I think that's, I think that leads a child on a path that sometimes they don't need to go when they're overexposed to things so young and normalized. Like, if that's what you choose to do, cool. But you would, like you said, you wouldn't show up drunk in front of your kid all the time because it would be a problem. There's just certain things that require adult mind to make the decision because you need context. You need experience. You need life, right? And when we put that in front of kids too early, it's like, wait, what is this? And I know that's the argument that parents have around like, you know, homosexuality, et cetera. But the reality is that like, that's a whole existence of people that live in the world. So pretending like those people don't exist is another thing. But, it, and they, and also their existence doesn't harm your child, by the way, your child is probably gay. Um, but otherwise I feel like, why do babies smell like weed at school? <laughs> I think that is cigarette smoke. Kids don't really like that. Like, they don't like showing up smelling like smoke. It's cool. yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Anyways, I guess that when you said Sebastian, why? Because I be knowing stuff I don't need to know. Why do I know this man's child's name? <laughs> I have seen a video though. I remember a video a few years back where Wiz was like gentle parenting his child, and maybe it was the weed that allowed for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> the patience, the patience. We'll be right back, y'all. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. And it's time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. Here we okay. go. Here we go. <laughs> Today, <laughs> today's word is an adjective. The word is knobby. Not to be confused with knobby. Okay. All right, B. Um, knobby. That would be somebody that's kind of stubby, a short person. Um, not to be confused with Dobby the Elf either. <laughs> okay, this is not Dobby the House Elf from Harry Potter. <laughs> that's what I got for somebody that's knobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, knobby is actually the opposite. Navi describes people that are cleverly stylish. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. So some might some might say that you choosing to rock, you know, serial killer glasses, though the though you're not a serial killer, is Navi. You know, you're serial killer stylish. Um, <laughs> uh, we quickly learned in 2023 that the Cheesecake Factory was not Navi, honey. It was not. <laughs> it, was, it was not Navi. It's not Navi. There's that. There's that. So there we go. Y'all know that tomorrow we'll get tested on these words of the day to see if our retention is as yeah. good as our ability to be on the mic. All right. Keep it locked right here. Coming up this hour, we've got I be knowing. Plus, we're going to take more calls. We've got 60 second headlines. All that's coming up, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. 
That's 1-855-262-6328. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, here at the Amanda Seals Show. And it's time for another edition of I Be Knowing. So, you know, I Be Knowing is this segment where I kind of just give my wisdom and thoughts on things that I've learned. And that sound comes from the name of my comedy special, I Be Knowing, that came out in 2019 on HBO. So there's that. Mm. Uh, But I'm back on the road doing stand-up. And for a year, last year, I did not do any stand-up dates. I did a couple sets at clubs here in Los Angeles. And then I just realized that I just really wasn't into it. Then I wrapped my head around like, oh, okay, so I'm going to tour at the end of the year. And all my efforts to get touring up and running were just getting squashed because it turned out that I was blacklisted. I didn't even know. But the thing about it that's really kind of brought me back to the stage is I was meditating in Belize in September. And I realized that I was almost, I was chasing stand-up from the wrong point of view. I was still chasing stand-up from the mindset of success as it relates to like Hollywood and competition. And really for me, I'm supposed to be teaching. And so I had to realize that if I was going to continue doing stand-up and continue being on stage, that I needed to change my approach to it. So it was also, so the blacklist actually ended up being a real blessing because it allowed me the opportunity to really get recentered into what is actually driving me being a person in front of people. For so many people that are in front of people, like we're just driven by money or fame or, or the craft, you know, sometimes it's that. And that's really what is at the crux of it. But when you're doing your own speaking, when you are on the mic and you're expressing your own thoughts, like it's got to have a little bit more to it for me. And now that I'm coming back to the stage, that's where I'm coming at it with. I'm coming at it with the uh, with having the honor to be able to teach through jokes, which I feel like is a superpower. And even though I always regarded it that way. Now I feel like there's nothing else in the way of that getting to its ultimate capabilities. So I hope that I can do that and that, you know, it will help to create change. So I'll see y'all on the road. Go to amandaseals.com to get your tickets. Uh, I'll be in Chicago tonight and tomorrow. If you haven't got your tickets, there's still some available at the Den Theater. And I'm um, coming to Dallas in February. So go to amandaseals.com and uh, let's uh, see the Superwoman in action. <laughs> I be knowing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It is time for Supreme to hit you with some 60 second headlines. All right, this is some useful information right here. According to a new study, drinking a glass of more 100% fruit juice a day is linked to weight gain in both children and adults. I think they're leaving out something here because when they say 100% fruit juice, they're saying that it doesn't have sugar. But you know what? Fruit be having sugar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that. If you know that, like bananas got like hella sugar in them. That's not like man-made sugar. It's just sugars. And they, and they are including sugar, just so you know. They are including. They're saying that it's a lot of sugar in fruit and it's a lot of sugar in the fruit juices. Man. 
<laughs> Can't have nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sanaa Latham is set to star as famed psychic Miss Cleo in a new drama series. She will also serve as executive producer. And I know you have an ill Miss Cleo impersonation. Please give it to us. The comedy about Sanaa Lathan's name, though, is that nobody can pronounce it right. Okay, so like our writer Rita, she pronounced it Sanai. Then somebody else said Sanae. You just said Sanaa Latham. (laughs) Oh, I did say Latham. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Nobody ever get this lady name right. But also, how are we doing a drama? About Miss Cleo. Like, that feels like a missed opportunity for a comedy. It just Mm. does. It just does. I'm sorry. All right. Also, Mike Jones, Paul Wow, and Slim Thug. You see how I did my Texas little accent right there? Paul Wow on Vogue's. Okay. (laughs) Have officially announced that they are going out on the Still Tipping Tour later this year. And that was an error. That was a time. Mike Jones. Who? Yeah, we were still tipping on four votes, wrapped in four votes. I mean, I was learning about lingo, you know, mm-hmm. what are votes, yeah, what are yeah. what are D's, you know. Uh, and Paul Wall has actually turned into a silver fox. Paul Wall's like a very like handsome elder white man. <laughs> so he looks like he makes chips in a bottle. Like when he has like his whole like gray beard like really built out, you're just like, oh, like you look like you smoke a pipe and have a lot of leather bound <laughs> what else we got? All right. The winter weather in many cities across the country is causing havoc with many electric vehicles. Listen, people's Teslas are not able to be charged because a lot of people mm. don't have like the actual chargers in their garage. So they're having, you know, they so they would normally just go to a charge station. But I saw that in Chicago, the charge stations, it'd be like three out of 20 that are working. Oh, wow. Because wow. they're getting frozen, right? So what really should be happening is we should be freezing the continued stealing of cobalt from the people of the Congo mm. in order to make these Teslas, which, inevit- which inevitably make Elon Musk rich. That's what we really should be freezing. So, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I just want to put y'all on that real quick. All mm. right, those are your 60-second headlines. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Your one and only source for facts and laughs. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. Uh, you know what I love hearing from? You guys. So let's go to the phone lines. Yeah, all these black folks voting for Trump or consider voting for Trump because he gave them a stimulus check is out of control. These <laughs> folks must be crazy. He the same one said he was going to give them box lunches. They better get out of here with that. They are in for a rude awakening if he becomes the president again. They going to f*** around and find out. Let me tell y'all, if you that easily bought, then there ain't nothing we can do for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just never, ever forget that damn near every revolution for black folks that has happened was undermined by another black person because they were given something that seemed to be of more value than their loyalty or their integrity. And usually that's money or status. Mm. So it don't take much. We talked about the Illuminati earlier today. It don't take much for people to sell out other people who have been for the people. And if it, all it took was one little stimmy that you still got taxed for, by the way, you did. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> if it took one little stimmy for you to completely forget that this man has consistently and considerably demonstrated himself as a racist, then baby, you know, ain't nothing for us to say. We just got to chalk those folks up and hope that the rest of us know better. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, let's get on out of here, man. Let's get on out of here. Let's get on out of here. We gonna, you know, the, the sooner we get on out of here, the closer we are to Friday. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank y'all for joining us on the group chat Thursday. Big shout out to our homeboy, headliner of the week, Leonard Robinson. You see him playing Torian on Insecure. I know a lot of y'all are still watching Insecure on Netflix. You see him on Wild and Out for four seasons, which I think is very impressive. And uh, if you're in LA, you can go check him out doing improv at the Groundling and stand up at the comedy store. It's a good friend of mine. We had a great time. You can also catch him tomorrow on Ficky Ficky for the record. Uh, we also talked about the Illuminati. I know we're still alive. So, you know, maybe the Illuminati isn't real. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and we talked about aging. I didn't know I didn't know this, but apparently a lot of the Gen Zs, the Gen Zers, are really like scared of getting older. Hmm. So we had to get into that. We even brought our resident Gen Zer, uh, our social media manager, Christian, on so that we could learn from him while also uh, speaking life into him. So yes, you're going to get some yes. gems and some wisdom. <laughs> we also gave you a celebrity confession I'd be knowing and we gave you some 60 second headlines. So we gave you everything we had, okay? We gave you everything we had and I hope that you understand that we are here and we ain't going nowhere. The Amanda Seals Show is coming to bring a new energy to radio that is much needed, all right? So if you're looking for the real, you got it right here with Amanda Seals. <laughs> 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 all right coming up on friday show it's a fun day friday we will feel good because that's what we plan to do our headliner of the week Leonard robinson again will join us for for the record also i share some things i learned this week and for the black spin supreme and i get on our hip-hop tip and talk about what makes an artist a hip-hop artist versus a pop artist who be rapping we're also going to keep it positive with Black Joy Stories. All right? So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show tomorrow. And remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.